Welcome to the Mask Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We are your hosts, Jennifer, hello, and Lori. Hi. Juliana is still in paradise with her family in Hawaii, and we can't wait to hear all about it when she comes back. Stay tuned to a detailed episode about all things Hawaii and Disney's Alani Resort in Oahu. Spoiler alert. But for now, although it seems odd to turn our attention to fall and Halloween right in the middle of August and a heat wave, um, we need to because Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is beginning later this week in Disney's Magic Kingdom theme park. And we simply can't pass up the opportunity to give you our top seven must-dos for a spooktacular party experience. But first, of course, we need to begin with our mask cocktail. All right, we are going to stray from our typical cocktail for today's drinks. After all, the Magic Kingdom is a dry park, but hear us out. We still have a cocktail for you. Um, the party is a long night, so start off right with a fun coffee drink from the Treasure. Tresh- I can't say that word. Cheshire Cat. But thank you. Cold Witches Brew. Al- Alice. <laughs> French vanilla cold brew with pumpkin spice foam topped with the Halloween sprinkles. And if you so happen to find bourbon laying around somewhere, wherever you may be, um, yeah, backpack, (laughs) pocket, whatever, um, it would go lovely in this drink. I feel like this is such a Lori drink, like pumpkin spice. I don't know. Sounds delish. I would drink it. And again, I think we need coffee, so... All right. Well, now that we are sufficiently hydrated and caffeinated for our long evening, let's start our must-do countdown. Uh, The beloved and popular Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is officially back starting this Friday, August 12th, and running select evenings through October 31st. Um, And before we get into our top seven must-dos for you to have an amazing party experience, let's go over just the general 411 information about this party. So as we know, the party is a ticketed event. It starts at 7 p.m. officially, but party guests are allowed into the Magic Kingdom beginning at 4 p.m. You don't need a separate park ticket this day if you're only planning on attending the party. So by being allowed entrance at at 4 p.m. It's a pretty cool deal. You also do not need a park reservation for this day. Your ticket to the party is your park reservation. Make sure that when you enter the party, you grab a map and a schedule at the front of the park because that's how you're going to know where to find everything and what time all the events are happening because it does change depending on the date. Um, Also on this day, I would definitely grab either a quick service for your meal tonight or just some snacks. And be sure to do that before the party starts so that you're not wasting precious party time sitting and eating a meal. And um, also make sure that you're saving room for all the goodies that there are to eat at the party. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But as I say, one of my favorite things to do for the parties is to go in early at the four o'clock and we go to like Columbia Harbor House at like exactly five o'clock. 
get our dinner done, eat a little bit earlier. And that way, cause you're allowed in at four, but nothing really starts up till seven o'clock. So it really, you do have some time in between there, um, you know, to go eat at magic kingdom. Very smart. All right. Well, drum roll. I did call you smart. It happens every once in a while. <laughs> All, All right. Seven. Starting with our seven top seven must do's for your party coming in at number seven. This is Lori's ter ter territory for sure, but you're definitely going to want to buy some merch. Um, there is some exclusive party merch that will only be available for party goers. So if you're a collector or a big Disney fan or a big Halloween fan, it's a really cool opportunity to get your hands on something exclusive and limited release that not everybody is going to be able to have access to. Um, this merch, because it's only exclusive to the party goers, it's not going to be on your shelves until the party starts at seven. So, um, uh, I would expect a lot of Hocus Pocus merch to be coming out with the release of Hocus Pocus 2. Um, and they do also, as we'll go into it, um, have Hocus Pocus show going on. But I would expect a lot of that this year. Yeah, I think so, too. And then there are also going to be a lot of like the staples that we see every year. But I think that the important takeaway that you guys learned from your 50th anniversary trip is just do your shopping early, get it yes. out of the way. Um, and you're definitely going to want to look at the map because it's going to tell you where this merch is found. Um, and, and some of the staples that we always see are the uh, popcorn buckets. Mm -hmm. They always have a themed popcorn bucket. This year, it's a glow Mickey mummy. It looks super cute. I wouldn't use it as a popcorn bucket. There are like tons of nooks and crannies that right? the popcorn can get stuck in. I never understand that. I don't. I'm like, I'm looking at Mickey and I'm like, how is my hand slash four other hands of my family, because they all grab popcorn at the same time, going to fit in to grab the popcorn? I don't get it. This is one of those examples, too, that is going to be available because it's seasonal. This one will be available during regular park hours as well as Mickey's Not So Scary Party. Um, and they are also are going to have a sipper, uh, a Donald Duck sipper, which is, is Again, they I have one every year. I don't understand the sippers either, but I, I don't get it, but they're cute. They're collectible. Lots of people love them. I don't think the specific, the party specific merch has been released yet, yeah. but I know we can expect like they have, um, party specific pins every year. So we yeah. can definitely expect that usually some like wearable items we can expect. But um, especially for those Disney fans, it's really cool to be able to have merch that not a lot of people are going to have. Like it's a status thing. So yes. And don't do what Juliana does. Don't look at it. See that you want it. Ponder over it. Then continue to walk away, ponder some more. And then a few hours later, be like, okay, now I want to get it because it's going to be gone. It's going to be so. gone. And then you'll be like Juliana living a life of regret for the exactly. things that she missed. <laughs> just don't do it. Go don't by do me it. of I see, I want, I buy, I move on. Yes. Not That's... the bank account, but you know, no, no regrets. <laughs> no, no regrets. All right. Coming in at number six, speaking of some of these other goodies, um, number six thing that you have to do is make sure that you eat some of the goodies that are available at the party. There is a whole list of, um, of snacky items 
and food that's only available at the party. And then there's also a, a list of seasonal item, items that you'll be able to get during the regular park hours. But during the party, like you're paying money to go to this special event. So I would stick to the special stuff that you can't get during the regular park hours. Yeah. And some of this looks really good, actually. A lot of the stuff that comes out, I'm like, meh. Um, the one, so we'll start at um, Anti-Gravity's uh, Galactic Goodies. They, Jen's going to put her nose up, but they have a not-so-poison apple pie milkshake. This looks delicious. The best part is the sour apple marshmallow straw. Because you know why that's the best part? Because it's not a paper straw. <laughs> Uh, I'll give you that one. Okay. And cinnamon donuts. Yes. I missed that part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm all about this one. My family will be getting this one. So my favorite thing that I am so excited to try is at the Friars Nook. They have a special um, tater tot thing. You know, we love our Friars Nook tater tots. This one is called Un Poco Loco. <laughs> it's with chorizo sausage, green onion, and cheese sauce. And it's only available during the party. Like bring it's, it. That's that's what Katie's I would do for dinner. Sauce too, but so it's, it's Disney spicy, so I could probably still handle this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that it's spicy. I think it's awesome. I'm excited it, for that. They also have a Hades hot dog, which is spicy beef and pork hot dog relish pickles served with a house made violet mustard. I, I know what a violet mustard maybe is. Maybe they just turn the mustard purple, which is kind of cool. Oh, right. Yeah. I kind of want it now because then you have the green relish on top with the purple mustard. Oh. Yeah, I like it. This is happening. That is cool. But again, like I, I just love that these snacks are only available during the party and I, you don't even need to eat beforehand, actually, because no. that's a, those two items. That's a those meal sources. right there. Yeah. Yes, depending. Yeah, my family would crush both of those within five seconds and I would. Yeah, but they have other savory party exclusive items too, which, you know, you can snack hop, I guess, and get those at Friar Nooks. And then the next one is over at Golden Oak Outpost. This it's one sounds eight. awesome. Right? Like the title makes me like cringe a little bit because I yeah. feel like it sounds gross. It's called the Spellbinding Fried Pie. It sounds gross, but... It's buffalo chicken, mozzarella, and blue cheese wrapped in a dough and topped with a candy eye and jalapeno ranch aioli. Yeah, this sounds awesome. Right? They just have a problem with the name. Like, take fried out one. Yeah, um, and, and pie. I and don't know. Pie. I, you need to, they need to work on that one. Spellbinding. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, name it it some, rename delicious. it. Yes. It sounds delicious, though. Um, then we have a sweet item at the ice cream cart near Haunted Mansion, which is a chilling chamber pop. Um, chocolate crumbs, cherry buttercream, and dark chocolate pearls topped with a tight rope walker chocolate piece. Um, that sounds delicious. And I love the Haunted Mansion. And I want to see that tightrope walker because if it, they probably are able to get it to look exactly like the tightrope walker yeah. from the, the stretching room. Well, this That's sounds like a cake pop, right? So, yeah. Yeah. This is like, yeah. My, my son's obsessed with cake pops from Starbucks. So I'm sure this will be about the same cost and he'll eat it <laughs> in two seconds and he'll love it. Yeah, the rest of the uh, party exclusive items are all sweet. So I yeah. love that they have those three savory ones. This this cake pop sounds awesome. 
Next you have at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor over on Main Street. It's a monster cookie ice cream sandwich. I mean, done. Who doesn't love an ice cream yes. cookie sandwich? So oh, um, I'm really surprised that at Pecos Bill, yeah. it's sweet and not savory. It is sweet, but it's interesting. So it it's sweet almond corn cake, almond vanilla cake dipped in white, orange, and yellow chocolate topped with candy corn. I hate candy corns, but this candy sounds corn. but but this sounds delicious. No, this sounds good. And then the next one is at the popcorn cart near Cinderella. And this looks sweet, but it's different. So it's a Mexican spiced hot cocoa brownie. Um, so spiced chocolate brownie with dark chocolate ganache topped with Miguel chocolate piece. So we're pulling from cocoa, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, but this has a little kit, this has it's a little different, so it does have a spice to it. Um, I love that. I love chocolate with a spice. Like that's very Mexican. And yes. I think this is going to be awesome. So bring it. Uh, if that first milkshake that Lori read didn't cut it for you, then you have another opportunity over at Sleepy Hollow Refreshments. It is their Grave Digger milkshake. It's I'll coconut. Yeah, this sounds good. It's <laughs> coconut and matcha blended soft serve topped with whipped cream, a Grave Digger shovel, and a chocolate gravestone. It sounds more like ice cream and not quite a milkshake, but not quite a milkshake. either one, I'll eat it. Um, and then I, I think this one is a staple. I think this one they serve every single year. I, was say, I don't think this one's new. It's marked. Here's the thing. This, I mean, the party hasn't been had in over two years. So I feel yeah. like everything's new at this point. Yeah, right. Um but yeah, it's worms and dirt funnel cake, um, funnel cake topped with chocolate ice cream, chocolate cookie crumbs, gummy worms, and Billy chocolate piece from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Well, there's your Hocus Pocus in there again. Yes. So that's cute. Really, Billy, that's the one you choose to focus in on? I I love Billy. I, I love Billy, but out of all the treats, you're focusing in on him for Hocus I think Pocus. Billy should have been in the Grave Digger milkshake. Right? He's yeah. coming up from the grave. Yeah. Although worms and dirt yeah. <laughs> kind of makes sense. Ew. Now I'm going to not be able to I eat it. We pick apart the worms and dirt dessert. All right. <laughs> and then the last um, park uh, party exclusive treat is over at Sunshine Tree Terrace in, um, where is that? Adventureland. Yeah. This is your jack-o'-lantern float, which is a citrus swirl with Fanta orange and brown sugar whipped cream and with graham cracker crumbs. I don't like it. I don't know how I feel about like graham cracker and orange. I, I don't know. I'm not a huge orange fan anyway, so. And I'm a little upset that's not on here is the egg roll cart. Why? Like an egg roll party yeah, exclusive why, yeah. thing? Yeah, an egg roll party exclusive cart. Like Bob's? Right? They've had the cheeseburger, then they added the cheeseburger sauce to it. Fine, good addition. But then they've had this Reuben one for the 50th anniversary for a very long time. It's good, but can we switch it? It would be good. Yeah, it would be cool. It would be very popular and the line would be cra crazy. But, I would be in it. But so good it idea. Would, so Bob's. Bob's, please. Fix listen it. Listen to Lori. Yeah. Because if I show up to the Halloween party in the egg roll cart, kiosk is closed i don't oh. think it's gonna be there no you will you would go at four grab your egg roll and grab my egg rolls but still can we can we just come up with one you still have time get on 
All right. All right. Well, as Lori recovers, let's talk about our number five must do for this party. This one is going to be a big debate among the mask moms. And the number five must do to enjoy and enhance your party experience is wear a costume. Sure. <laughs> So my opinion is that wearing a costume to the Halloween party will only enhance your experience. It's not going to take anything away. It's just going to make it more magical and fun and um, like, I don't know, childlike. <laughs> um, especially because typically all guests over 13, you are never allowed to wear costumes in the theme parks. Yeah. But during the Halloween party, that rule is kind of thrown out the window. So go for it. I just, I, there's no excuse, Lori. All right. So my family is going. All right. And we are somewhat doing costumes. So we're, we're stealing an idea that I had when we went in December. I got my husband and the boys seven dwarf shirts. Aww. So they're all a different seven dwarf. They actually just wore it on the Disney cruise. And then I kind of did a Snow White shirt, but it didn't really turn out. So I think that's what we're going to do for the Halloween party, but I'm not doing a Snow White costume. I need just a shirt or yellow and blue to kind of look the parts, but we're not talking costume. That I can handle. It's the poor children that are running around in 30 pound costumes and adults when it's 95 degrees out. And I'm like, why, why, why do that? Yeah, no, you, you definitely have a good point. And I think that when you're looking at doing costumes, the Orlando weather really needs to play a part in that because it's hot. And this party, I mean, it's August, September, October, really hot months in Orlando. So I agree with that. But I think that wearing a costume to the party, whether you are Disney bounding or doing something where you're all themed with your family, I just think it makes for it makes you a little extra. And I don't know, it enhances your experience. So Give it a try. Um, and if you're not going to dress up, definitely carve out some time during the party to like sit yeah. down and enjoy your ice cream cone or whatever snack treat that you're getting and people watch because the people watching on this night is amazing because people can be so creative with their costumes and it's really cool to see what, what people come up with. Um, and also make sure that you're going to the website and doing the no before you go, because there are some rules with what you can and can't wear and, and bring into the park. So. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website kingdomandcruise.com and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. All right. Well, number four on our countdown is do some trick-or-treating. Yeah, this is my kids' favorite parts. Um, they love the trick-or-treating. Um, they give out a ton of candy, like mountains. And pounds. You'll come home with candy. pounds of candy. I lit like I get to the point after two or three or four stops where I'm like, and we're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> and because there is so much candy coming home. Um but it is a lot of fun for the kids. You know, they get to trick or treat around Magic Kingdom. You know, it, it's it's just one of those experiences where it's really fun. Um, so it's it's a great thing. It's one of the, you know, highlights I tell people when going to the party is that you get to trick or treat. The kids get to trick or treat around Magic Kingdom. And who um, doesn't want to do that? Right. And this is definitely 
this is definitely though when you're going to want to consult your map and you yes. know, your, your guide because you're going to want to know where those are. But you don't need to do anything to prepare. You don't need to bring your own trick or treat bags. They provide bags for you. And the thing I love also is that if your kid has allergies, they can also tr trick or treat and participate in that. And what they'll do is they'll get a teal colored bag um, to go around with. And that way, you know, at each of the trick or treating stations, the cast members will be aware that the child has allergies and they'll receive tokens. And then they can later at the end of the night, go to the special allergy friendly centers, um, and trade in their tokens for their treats. So everybody can participate adults. Absolutely. Trick or treat. Oh, yeah. No age limit. Um, but definitely carve out some time to make sure that you do that. And I will say, I've seen a lot of people complain that the lines get really large because they do, they can get very large. They move very quickly. So a line that you're like, oh my God, I'm not going to, it's, I, I have, we have not waited longer than like 15 minutes in a line by any regards and you're constantly moving. So it's yeah. very, very quick. It's not like a line for an attraction or to meet a character or to take a picture. Literally, you're waiting in line. And when you get to the front of the line, you're opening your bag, getting the candy and moving on. There's no. Yeah. So it is. It does constantly move. So don't be put off by those long lines. No. Um, speaking of long lines, our number three must do for this party where you will experience long lines the later in, into the evening you get. Um, number three must do is take photos. Um, also in your guide map, you'll see specially designated spots for unforgettable magic shots that you will have the opportunity to participate in throughout the party. They have cool things like supernatural, supernatural things appearing in your pictures, um, like the headless horsemen or the grim, grin, grim grinning ghosts. Um, they're really, really popular and the lines get long really quickly. So take a look at your map pick one or two things, pictures that you must have that you absolutely want to get and get into those cues early. Yeah, this isn't my favorite. It's I. It's not. I, I get it. People go crazy over them. They love them. It's just not my favorite. Like if I get one, I'm like, awesome. I love them. So they did this. So like we said, Mickey's Not So Scary has had a two-year hiatus because of COVID. But last year they did what was it called? The boo, boo, boo bash. Yeah. And we did the boo bash and they did have some magic shot opportunities for that. And I love looking at those pictures. I really do. Yeah. I, no, not there. I'm not, you know what? I'm good. If like I catch one and I'm like, Oh, that was cool. Um, yeah, I definitely think you need to prioritize. I, I don't think it's necessary to do all of them because they do offer a bunch. Just pick yeah. Pick your favorite. I Yeah, I walk through it. I'm like, too long, too long, too long. Sure, that one. Um, but yeah, the next one, though, on our list for number two, I am all about. So it's meet the characters. Um, even more all about it this year because you're able to actually get close and interact with these characters. Yes. Um, so yeah, so expect to see Jack Skeleton, Sally, and my favorite seven dwarves. I've wanted this picture for years. And now that the kids are going to be dressed up as seven dwarfs, I need to go. And this yes. one might cause some problems in my family because we don't like waiting in lines and I will wait in this line. Um, so this one might cause some problems. Um, but yes, yes, I'm getting it. So. These lines definitely get long because unlike the trick or treating, like you are like any character meet and greet, you are expected to be able to stop and chat with the characters for a little bit 
especially Sally and and Jack Skellington will talk to you just like yes. the princesses. So it's hard to just you're not just going snapping a picture and leaving. You are interacting with the characters and what a cool opportunity to meet these characters that you don't usually see in the parks. Yes. Um, or anywhere else. So definitely carve up out time for a visit with characters. Even if you're only picking one or two, it's so worth it. And it's so like, it's money well spent to do this yes. on your party night. Nope. Totally is. All right. Number one. Drum roll. <laughs> the number one must do during yeah. Mickey's not so scary Halloween party is to catch the entertainment seriously like this entertainment this night is off the hook there is so much to look forward to and i don't even narrow it down go see them all because they're amazing so number one is the disney's not so spooky spelltacular fireworks show um they do it's different fireworks than what you see on your average uh, magic kingdom night the showtime right now is listed at 10 15 and Jack Skellington is your MC. It's telling you sort of the story of the Nightmare Before Christmas-ish. Not really. Um, but there are projection effects on the castle. There's fireworks in the sky. And they're bringing in all sorts of different characters into the show, not just ones from the Nightmare Before Christmas. But, of course, you're going to have the Fab Five there. And... You know, the cool thing about Disney with all of their shows, rides, attractions, parades, it's storytelling. It's not just, oh, look at the pretty fireworks. So grab a, a spot. They're really, grab a spot anywhere. It's not, it's. Yeah, as we go through this entertainment, I remember this with the kids. It's a little tricky because they do have things kind of spaced out. So you have the fireworks right now at 10, 15. And we're going to talk to you about the parade, which is at 9.15 or 11.15. And then they have a show that goes on to, you could literally spend about two and a half hours sitting in that hub. Um, so you really do need a game plan in the sense of, you know, which ones are we going to do? Because once you're kind of in that hub area in front of the castle, you may as well just stay there. Because at that point, you're it's like 20 minutes till right. the next show. That's true. So, it is definitely plan it out, figure it out, make sure you have snacks, um, make sure you have drinks to keep everyone occupied. Um, but it does kind of line up back to back to back um, with all them. And they really aren't to be missed. The fireworks, obviously, you shouldn't miss. And the next one we're going to talk about is the Booty You Halloween Parade, which I love Christmas, but this parade's better than Christmas. This parade is the best it is. form of entertainment they have in Walt Disney World period ever end of story not ever the electric parade is night no nope. sorry no, no i that's, disagree that's better. i disagree this parade is amazing that was my biggest disappointment from last year's boo bash was that the parade was not it, it, it did not measure up to to this one this is the booty you parade um it's offered twice if you're going with young kiddos I would catch every all of the stuff that we're saying. Obviously, there's only one fireworks show, but catch all the other entertainment things that first showing. Um, it, it's a long night, and kids might not make it to the second the second round. This parade, like all the other parades, it starts over on Frontierland next to Splash Mountain, and then goes through Main Street. 
If you are an adult and you're seeing the second parade, I would go over towards Splash Mountain and watch it because the crowds tend to be smaller over there. But like Lori said, if you have little guys and you're just going to kind of camp out in the hub for a while to catch all this stuff, then camp out in the hub. Yeah. See your parade. I don't even want to give any spoilers, just that this is must do. This is There's a reason why this was part of our number one top thing to do. Yeah. And it's it, some, I've had to talk to some people. It's not scary no. by any regards. It is Disney no. still. Um, it is awesome. The kids will absolutely love it. Um, and yeah, if the 915 for sure, um, if you're trying to focus in on something for littler kids and you're like, I don't know if we're going to make it to the rest of us or even the fireworks, I would put this parade above the fireworks and above the show that we're going to talk about. I um, agree a hundred percent. This is what you shouldn't miss if you bought a party ticket. Yeah. If you're going to do one thing, this is the one thing. Yes. <laughs> Definitely do the parade. Um, the other show that we need to talk about is the stage show over by Cinderella Castle. They It is the Hocus Pocus Villain Spelltacular. So at the top of the show today, Lori said, like, this is going to be an exciting year. It's going to be all about Hocus Pocus. And yeah. yeah Gonna be all about hocus pocus and i am thrilled and excited to see this show um there are three or four opportunities for you to see this stage show depending when you go if you're going to the party in august or september you'll have three times uh 12 at 8 30 10 45 or 12 a.m and then at, in october they're adding a fourth show right at 7 40 p.m um, and you know, with the release of Hocus Pocus 2, like Lori said, this is bound to be an extra special show. And you know. I will give you a tip on this show. The show is awesome. It's not necessarily going to keep, you know, attention of the young, young ones. Um, but you need to get as close to the stage as possible. Yeah. Um, it is a full stage show. Um, you know, not trying to give too much away, but Sanderson sisters pop up and you, you have to get close. Yeah, um, it's not something where you can sit back in the part in the back end of the hub. You got to get up close. Um, so try and get it up close as possible. It is a super. I, I'm hoping they change it this year because of Hocus Pocus two. I'm really hoping, but we'll see because it's already going to premiere before Hocus Pocus two comes out on Disney Plus. Yeah, so, I bet yeah. they'll add something. I don't know, we but a great see. a great touring plan would be to camp out in your spot in front of the like in front of the stage sometime around eight ish catch the 8 30 show stick around for the 9 15 parade and then stay for the fireworks and then and then you're done so you're going to want to make sure that you get to this party early and that you are starting your activities before seven a big uh, yeah I, I think that's that would be a good plan yes. um there are other there are other um forms of entertainment this evening. They're not as high on our list, but definitely things that you should keep in mind. Number one is the Cadaver Dan's Barbershop Quartet. These are the um, Dapper Dan's, but all Halloween-ized. <laughs> they perform several times throughout the evening and um, doing their Barbershop Quartet. So if you happen to be walking around and you see them singing, they're always awesome for a good time. If you have real littles, you're not going to want to miss the Storybook Circus Disney Junior Jam. 
That's where your littles will be able to see characters like Doc McStuffins and Fancy Nancy and Vampirina and Timon all grooving um, at Storybook Circus over in Fantasyland. So these, I have to say, these always make me laugh because we've done the next one, which is the Monstrous Scream Oween Dance Party. And that's in Tomorrowland. It's with Mike Wazowski and Sully. We've done this one before and it always makes me laugh because it's essentially these characters that come out on the dance floor, the music plays. And all it is, is all these kids like sprinting to the characters and like pulling on them and trying to hold them. And it's the cast members being like, please back up, please back up. And it's just, it looks yeah. like a disaster. It yeah. does. Now, mind you, my kids thought it was a lot of fun, but as a parent, I'm cracking up. Because those poor cast members are just cut. Please back up. Please don't touch. Please back up. Please don't touch. Because they dance with you, right? They dance with you. And then kids at that age are like, all right, well, hold me. Hold my hand. Right. I mean, I one kid the one time that was like, pick me up. And I'm like, Sully is not going to pick you up. Well, I remember doing this. Gosh, I don't even remember which kid. But Sully's a big monster. And yeah, Sully's dancing. And Sully stepped on my kid. And you know what, Sully? I forgive you, man. He shouldn't have been that close. It's, I mean, if you're not going with, if you're going without kids, man, just stop by. It is pure entertainment value. It really is. Drink your, uh, drink your bourbon laced milkshake (laughs) and go, and go for a laugh. But those two dance parties, the cool thing about them is it's continuous. So anytime between seven and midnight, you can just go and dance a little bit, get, let off some steam with your favorite characters. So. Oh, it's funny. Very funny. Oh my gosh. All right. Do we have a tip for these people? We do. All right. So guests with party tickets will be allowed to enter Magic Kingdom beginning at four o'clock. The party doesn't start till seven. So the theme park will be pretty empty on these days because it closes to guests around 6 p.m. So use this and take advantage. Arrive at four. Get all of your favorite rides out of the way with the low wait times. And since you've paid money for uh, this party, make sure you save your time to do all the things that are so that you're supposed to be doing at the party. Um, typically, I kind of forewarn my kids ahead of time. I let them know we're going to the party. This is not a ride every ride at Magic Kingdom. This is a party. Um, so we usually pick two, three rides that we want to do. We bang those out right away. Um, and that's it. So I just kind of set expectations, too, with whoever you're going with. Also, I kind of let people know this is not your day for Magic Kingdom. Like if this, if you're buying this party ticket, this is not to replace your day at Magic Kingdom. Um, It is a different feel. It's different everything. um, And you're really paying more than a regular park ticket to, you know, less hours. So make sure you are doing that um, and arrive between four and seven to get those actual rides done. All right, Mask of Friends, there you have it. Everything you need to know to have the ultimate party experience at this year's Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. What do you think? Did we cover it all? What's on your party list? We would love to hear from you, and we welcome you to join our community conversations on Facebook at Mask of Moms Podcast to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Now it's time to say goodbye. 
soon. Why? Because we like you. Hey.